Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Deadline's New Hollywood Podcast. My name is Dino Ray Ramos. And this week, my co-host Amanda Nduka and I talked to the lovely Caitlin Deaver, who stars in the Netflix series, Unbelievable. It's amazing. You should watch it. She also starred in the Olivia Wilde-directed movie Booksmart, also amazing, and another amazing movie called Short Term 12, which was an epicenter of talent, which included Caitlin. It was directed by Dustin Daniel Cretton. It starred Brie Larson, Lakeith Stanfield, Rami Malek. The list goes on. Anyways, Caitlin stopped by. We talked about all of her projects and she was lovely to talk to. So without further ado, here is Caitlin. Hey, Caitlin. Hello. How are you? I'm doing thank really you for, good. Thank you for doing this. Thank, thank you for, for doing this. Here. And thank you for bringing a YSL purse. <laughs> yes. Well, it's not mine. <laughs> oh, okay. It, no, it's fine. It was. You could have just said it was yours. We'll say okay. it was. We'll yeah, edit yeah, that yeah. out. Just accept the compliment. <laughs> thank you. Um, so tell us everything about I'm just yeah, <laughs> Tell us everything. So you grew up in Dallas, which is really cool because I grew up in Dallas. Oh, you, you moved did? to Dallas. like Yeah, yes. but I was like a baby baby. Okay, cool. Yeah, I grew up in Dallas too. And I, I you went to an acting school. And I think I had went to the same you like, did? so like when I was younger I was super super shy and so my mom like there was an acting class where, where her office was it was uh, in Irving no 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 okay yours was in Irving mine was it was in Dallas it was by the Simmons Towers you remember those four towers in Dallas so maybe um, it was the I same remember one. there was a there was a double tree across. I was so <laughs> oh, okay. there was a double tree across the street yeah, from actually, my acting studio. That might have been the same one. It's called Dallas Young Actors Studio. And Linda Sito is the well, I don't remember what <laughs> mine was called, yeah. but like, anyways, you grew up in <laughs> Dallas, which is very cool. Yeah, how long we were, were you? Yeah, how long were you in Dallas? I was, well, we moved to Dallas, um, and I talk about the reason why all the time, and my dad got the job for the yeah, voice yeah, of Barney. Yes. We'll, we'll get we'll, there. Yeah, we'll get, we'll, we'll, yeah, get we'll there in a moment. That's a, that's a pit stop uh, on yeah. the journey. <laughs> um, but, uh, no, I moved there when I was, like, almost two i think i was just turning Mm -hmm. two and i don't really remember i was born in arizona but i don't really remember it all right okay um so yeah i definitely like had my formative younger years in in dallas h-e-b did you go (laughs) no you didn't you didn't do high school because you were no i was yeah yeah, yeah, i was on the show and i was living in la at the time okay okay cool yeah well like first tell us about sort of that your acting journey in dallas and sort of what 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 inspires you to to pursue it and like you know people that maybe like you looked up to during your during your the formative times of your 
Yeah, I don't know. You know, I always think about how how on earth I knew exactly what I wanted to do at such a young mm-hmm. age. And I knew I wanted to do it, but I didn't know how difficult getting into the industry and how hard that part of it is. Mm-hmm. But I knew from such a young age that I did love making people laugh. And I knew making people laugh was was such a, a it, it made me feel so good mm-hmm. and I knew that like I think I started asking my parents at age six maybe um, and I was doing all kinds of things at the time I was doing like gymnastics mm-hmm. and ballet and mm-hmm. soccer I did really like soccer growing mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. I don't know if you oh, played I soccer I did play Go, soccer did you, did you play volleyball yeah ever? I did all okay. that oh my stuff. god is this <laughs> a yeah. Dallas thing it's yeah. like a Texas <laughs> yeah thing. a lot of especially when you do soccer and then like track well I did track like in well wait because I was I'm from San, um, San Antonio mm-hmm. so like we, yeah we all did soccer yeah, well it was like we know our wow, soccer team was yeah yeah we've gotten a lot of Texas people like surprised so like I didn't know so many people either lived there at some point or like yeah. were there's like a connection yeah. 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 yeah yeah no so I just started like asking my parents and eventually they put me into acting classes okay. when I was nine okay. at the young actor studio and I don't know I just I, everything like I remember even the first day going to those acting classes I remember coming home and being like oh my god it's the best day of my life mm-hmm. and I felt like there was a finally a part of me that like clicked and something made sense. Um, And I don't know, I don't know what it was. Mm -hmm. I think I've just always had this itch to be other people or to say other people's words Mm -hmm. and um, do impersonations of people. And I finally was able to do that and I was finally fulfilled. Mm -hmm. Um, And like early on, I guess my inspiration was Disney Channel. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just yeah. Well, what, what was that Steve. era? What was that oh, era? Oh, Even Stevens. Oh, my God. That's even so Raven. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's so Raven yeah. was my favorite mm-hmm. show. Um, Lizzie McGuire. Those oh, which is oh, making a Which is getting a <laughs> reboot. Oh, no, I'm losing my mind. <laughs> oh. So how did news. how did your dad get the Barney gig and what was yeah. that like? Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, there's here. Well, let's let's get into it. Okay. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm very I'm very interesting. I was in. a I was a Barney um, stan when I was like when really? I was younger. Yeah, really? I was obsessed. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and did like and did that kind of also? Fuel yes, your thing? I, yeah. I definitely. My dad has always been very artistic. He's always been, you know, even even with music, he's always like showed me music mm-hmm. as, as as my my entire life and playing guitar around me and singing with me and my sisters. And I think my dad was always very artistic in that way, and that definitely inspired me to do what I'm doing mm-hmm. literally today. Mm-hmm. So. Um, but no, my dad, both of my parents were figure skaters. <gasps> oh my God. Yes. Oh my God. I, I got really excited. You have like the really, most you, interesting oh background. Oh my God. Skater. <laughs> is, that, is, that how they, is that how they met? No. I was going to say, that would have been a really <laughs> no. cool story. Yeah, I know. They were not pairs. They almost competed against mm. each other. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, they, axle. Yeah, mm. and, yeah. Those triple axles, <laughs> all the triple sapphire. Um, I remember they got mad at me once because I called skates skating shoes and they're like that is <laughs> not what you call them get your facts it's right it's not like, well, you're grounded <laughs> skating shoes get out of here um yeah they they 
grew up figure skating and they met when they were like 10 years old. They started Ooh. dating when they were 16. Oh my and then God. they started coaching and by the time they were coaching, that's when I was born. Mm -hmm. And then my dad was always doing voices with his students and I think he would actually do the Barney voice, like mimic mm. the Barney voice. Um, with his students, and I think one day some one of the students' moms came up to him and said, "Oh, I I heard they're doing a nationwide search for the new Barney, and you would you should like give it a shot." And my dad was like, "Okay, I'll <laughs> send in something." He mm -hmm. sent in something, heard back a couple months later that he was getting a call back, flew to Texas. I guess that's where all of their um, yeah. production happens. Yeah. And he like literally got it off of the callback, wow. and then it, yeah, that's what made us. How long has Dallas. he done it for? Or is he still well, doing he's it? not doing it. He did it for like seven years. Okay. And so. then after th he was done with Barney, he did a little bit of Bob the Builder as well. Oh my God. He would do like Icon. all the, I know. <laughs> he's so good at it. I yeah. want him to get back into voice yeah. work because he's really, really good is he, at it. Is he back to coaching right now? No, my yeah. parents are out of the okay. figure skating world. <laughs> I was like, like, we're like, okay, we right? need to get out of here. <laughs> that is so cool. Yeah. Wait, was he Barney when like during the whole Selena Gomez era? Yeah, she he was... remembers. Yeah, I, I asked him about that. He said he remembers meeting Selena because he was the voice actor, so the right, voice so actors don't really the, see yeah, yeah, yeah. the people in costume and yeah, yeah. the people on set as much. Yeah. Um, but I remember going down to set with mm -hmm. my dad every once in a while and seeing him at home running lines and working on his lines and changing things and just being surrounded by that was definitely inspiring for me for sure oh wow yeah. so cool. wow yeah. well well do you like i don't want to make this sound weird but like do you kind of get tired of telling the story about like because <laughs> no. like your dad is it's kind of like this really specific time in history mm -hmm. and you are a part of that yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean i don't get i don't get really tired of it at all I actually I've mm -hmm. been t I feel like I talk about it a lot mm -hmm. more recently as I've gotten older because I like have a, a better understanding of how insane it is yeah. and how random it is yeah um, so I've definitely been talking about it a lot more than I used to, <laughs> mm -hmm. but I'm just so proud of them. That's that like, is, yeah, like, cool I know. That's, that's like that's, wild. That is, that is a that is a proud <laughs> achievement. Yeah. yeah. Well, so you you're, you're you know you've had this very storied acting career. You know, an American Girl. A young age. Yeah, yeah. A young American age. Girl. We are. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We're, we are, we're gonna go through every single credit, <laughs> and then you're right. gonna tell us. I know this. <laughs> you know, you were in the Spectacular. Now you were in Beautiful Boy, Justified, and then Last Man Standing. Very high profile projects and one of the things that I remember you in I think a lot of people do is short term 12 which is such an amazing movie and it, it was one of, it's probably one of the most before they were stars cast because yeah. it has Brie Larson you Lakeith, Lakeith Stanfield yeah. Rami Malek yeah, um, um, Stephanie Beatrice was in it uh, John Gallagher Jr. who I saw in Spring Awakening oh he's so uh, yeah incredible. and then um, so and Destin Daniel Cretton I know when you were doing that film, you, well, your character was was a bit much to handle too. <laughs> but when you were doing that film, did you realize kind of you're like, oh wow, I'm surrounded by this talent, and this was like before any of them really blew up. But yeah, there, there's a specific. It's like I call it the short term twelve class because mm -hmm. that's so cool. Yeah, <laughs> and then you're you're in that. But were you kind of like realizing there's something special about this cast, this movie? I mean, mm -hmm. I I really don't think enough people have seen that movie, mm -hmm. and I think I'm like I always stand for that. But yeah. Did you realize kind of the magic that was happening with that movie? Yeah, I mean, I think I was, when I did that movie, I was 14. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when I was 14 when we shot it. And I think you always get a sense of the magic um, 
when the people who are involved are really good people. Mm -hmm. I think that some of the best movies that I've been a part of have been a group of people that just really care about the subject matter and really have passion for it and have respect for it. And just throughout the entire shoot, that's all Destin wanted was to just treat these these characters with kindness. And um, he was so open with everybody. Mm He's such a. I describe Destin as like a as a person with just the this, the cal- most calm aura. He just has a very he seems calm like it, yeah. Aura. So for that kind of movie to have that to have him be our leader on that set, I think uh, that created such a such a nice environment to be in. And I, you know, at that time, I sort of. A lot of the things I did at the time were also such a blur mm-hmm. to me, but. There are those moments that stand out, and I mm. think Short Term 12 was one of those moments. Yeah. I think Justified was one of those yeah. moments um, where you just kind of go, oh, my God, like, I'm learning so much from mm. all of these people. And, you know, Brie was kind of like the first, like, older sister yeah. figure mm-hmm. I had gotten to work with. Um which was also a really fun experience because I, I she had been working for years, mm-hmm. um, but I knew that it, we, I knew that we were making something special mm-hmm. in that moment. But it was honestly at that time it was one of the hardest things I, I had ever had to do. Mm-hmm. But I felt like I was in, I felt like I was in really. Um, like protecting hands yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah that movie is just amazing and it's like i, I was kind of looking through the cast list and it, it, lakeith was in the short right he was yes yeah he was oh, yeah um but like you know you have brie larson and I, I was like just thinking about the cast and i was like oh brie larson's captain marvel and then <laughs> dustin daniel she was so is, cool yes. oh my god and now dustin's directing shang chi i know i was like but then you see lakeith who's in atlanta he's just amazing in general and you, know, and you of course oh, you know yeah. don't, yeah, don't yeah, be so mad modest <laughs> but you know you also have you know book smart um which kind of just like blue. I saw it at South by when it was there. You did? Yes. Which that was back the, in Texas. Yeah, that was back <laughs> in Texas. Um I'm actually going. We're both going. Yeah, there, we're both going to Texas. But for sleep. separate yeah. reasons. <laughs> um but you know, that's another film with breakout talent. Uh you know, you have you, Beanie, and Olivia Wilde as the director. And it became this really like a sensation because it sounds weird to say, but there it was this very genuine genuine portrayal of female friendships yeah. directed by a mm-hmm. woman. Yeah. And it sounds weird to say it at this time. It's like, oh, we haven't had one of those. Yeah. And it's kind of like weird. Uh, many it is peop- weird to say. Yeah. yeah. And I, it's kind of yeah, it's kind of stupid to say, but it's also like like why hasn't this happened <laughs> right, sooner? Exactly. Yeah. And a lot of people were calling it the female super bad. Um, and I was just like, oh, I don't think it's that. But oh, that I think, makes me so happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we love that. Yeah. We couldn't have had Booksmart without Superbad. Yeah. Right. Or okay. any other, Easy A, mm-hmm. Fast Times. Mm-hmm. Those mm-hmm. movies were all inspiration for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I, I hesitate to call it the female version of Superbad. Yeah. Why can't it just be, be Booksmart? Be Booksmart. It's just Booksmart. Exactly. Because I think the comparisons stop where it was just two friends. And they just yeah. have to be, you know, kind of these dorky you know kids who are just yeah. celebrating their last night yeah. in high school yeah. it probably just got that label because of beanie and jonah like i mean it, like you're it's they're i feel like they're just too different i mean there's the same sort of like buddy comedy but they're just too different like 
it's like story. I yeah. find them to be so different. Yeah. They are. Yeah. I think, and then just to kind of, I mean, I mean, it, it follows kind of the same story arc as all buddy comedies yeah, do, yeah, but yeah. this is totally different. Mm-hmm. But what did you see when you were making this? You know, like you were making Short Term Twelve. What did you see in this movie? And you know, did you also realize that this is kind of something special? Well, I think it starts with the director making um, conscious choices to go, okay, how do we how do we look beyond the resume, not just the actors, but with, mm-hmm. with our entire crew. So I think with Short Term 12, Destin wasn't looking for, and this is like a, I, I think this is um, something I ran into a lot growing up and in, in, in trying to get into roles that I really, really wanted to do. Oftentimes I was told that I wasn't able to lead because I had never led before, mm. which is valid. Mm-hmm. But then also sometimes it would they I would be told like, oh you're not a name and you can't lead and you can't be in this movie because you're not a name. Mm. And so for short term twelve, Destin I, I went in an audition for him and it was this it was the first time I was like I really felt like, oh I think he really liked what I did with this role and that is why he hired me. He hired me based off of my work and mm-hmm. my talent. Um, and I think he did that with everybody. And I think the same thing goes for Booksmart. I think yeah. that she didn't care about any what anyone else said. She wanted the best people for each role. Mm-hmm. And I knew that going in. I knew that during the whole casting process, because Liv would allow me to go into the casting rooms and read for people, read with people. Oh, nice. Who auditioned. And it was such a nice thing to be surrounded by. I had never actually been behind the camera in, a, in an audition room before. Mm-hmm. And it was so interesting because Liv just really, really wanted the best person for the role. It didn't matter what they looked like. It didn't mm-hmm. matter what they were wearing. Mm-hmm. I'm always doing that too. I'm always going into auditions thinking like, oh, like I had to like dress for the part. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Character's more edgy. I need to be edgier. You have to wear a leather jacket. Yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't even, it, it, that didn't matter to her. You know, mm-hmm. she knew if, okay, well, I can, I can change whatever I want mm-hmm. to once, once they get, I can make them the role. It, it just, it, 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 that didn't matter to her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I knew that going into it. I mean, I had been, I read Booksmart about five years ago. Yeah. yeah. And when Liv came on, she just really, really changed the game with the whole thing. And it yeah. just, it just was really, really cool to see what she did. She mm-hmm. and Katie Silverman, just yeah. really, really. And I think we're seeing more of this kind of, you know, Hollywood taking chances. Mm-hmm. You know, how you said people wouldn't cast you because you're not, quote, a name. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah. think slowly yeah. opportunities, people are looking past names because that's been disproven with a lot of movies. Yeah. You know, we saw, like, you know, they said certain people can't sell a movie. Like, Asians can't sell this movie. But, you know, look at how Crazy Rich Asians did. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, with, like, right. like Black Panther. Chadwick Boseman was kind of a name, but he they didn't really know. Not, mm-hmm. not a lot of people knew him. But... And now with Booksmart, you and Beanie, I mean, you doing your thing yeah. with like Unbelievable coming up and everything, <laughs> and then Beanie playing Monica Lewinsky. Yeah. And then, and then oh, my <laughs> God. Um, and, you know, you, you have just a bunch of films. I think hopefully everyone will follow soon. And I, 
I like how you said that she didn't. It didn't matter what Olivia thought. Yeah. You know, yeah. What, yeah. And I, I hope we see that more of that. It only takes like one person, right? Yeah. Like, to just sort of like go against the grain and do their own thing. And the movie was well received. Like, look, yeah. look what happened. I, it's, I don't know if it's like a ninety something percent on Rotten Tomato or yeah. something. Like, it's and it, it did very it did, well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's ninety seven. Ninety seven percent. I didn't want to say the wrong number. It was in the nineties. I checked last week. Ninety seven. But yeah, and then like you see it with just a lot and I'm, I'm so happy like when you know we see these fresh faces we we're also seeing it with tv shows like pose right. you know mm-hmm. these trans actors no one gave them a chance until ryan murphy stepped in and was and like look hey at them. Yeah. now look at it's like one of the best shows yeah, yeah. so going from book smart to unbelievable which you just mentioned and like them that follows which just came out beginning of this month right yes. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah how do you sort of go about Choosing the the roles that you wanna that you wanna handle because those are very three very different yeah. different. You have a projects. lot of drama, yeah, yeah. but then you're also really funny. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I, what do you look for? I'm just always. I think more recently, I want to be a part of. I really want to be a part of stories that um, move the needle forward in any way or start some sort of conversation. I think that that's really really important. But in the past, I I sort of. Um, I just wanted to do, I don't know, I just wanted to do different things mm-hmm, all the time. Mm-hmm. I, that's such a simple, I think no, that's such no, a s- like simple, easy way to put it, but I, all my life I've always sort of felt like I can't sit still. Mm-hmm. And if, <laughs> I was actually in a, I was actually in a, um, a uh, meeting with someone recently. Who? No. <laughs> <laughs> this is um, no. and, and he asked, "Well, why? Why do you do acting?" Mm-hmm. And no one really has ever asked me that. I'm mm-hmm. usually talking about certain projects that I'm on, and I was like, oh, "That's huh. very existential." Yeah. And I was like, "Why?" And I mean, I love it. I, I mean, there's so many different reasons, but I think the core reason. I thought about it a lot, and I think. I just think if I had to sit still my whole life, I'd go crazy. Mm-hmm. If I if I did, if I had to be myself for the rest of my life, I wouldn't be able to handle it because I'm always itching to like, um, you know, put on a different voice, put on different mm-hmm. clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess that in reading scripts, I'm always looking to do exactly that, mm-hmm. and and I'm always looking for honesty. Mm-hmm. And again, I think that I wouldn't ever be able to choose comedy or drama right um yeah i'm always just trying to switch it up as much as i can well you do you do well in both so yeah Yeah. (laughs) when you would do drama like when you took on do you is there a strategy or do you just like kind of take them as they come in like with book smart it it seemed like a kind of breather with what you were doing like yeah it's interesting because I had actually, I did Them That Follow before I shot books. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. were with Snakes before. Yeah, Snakes <laughs> before, snake. Southern Accent. Um, yeah, So it was a good chaser. Yeah, so it was okay. a good, yeah, it was a good, it was a good mix. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had a little bit of a break, and then I went into prep for Booksmart. And honestly, like, thinking about it, I think it's sort of the same prep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what I was what I wanted to do with um, Amy and Booksmart, I, I, I really, I, I wanted to start with honesty mm-hmm. and not think about the jokes we were trying to, to say. Mm-hmm. I wanted to start with honesty because I think when you start with honesty, that is where the comedy comes in. Yeah. And that it comes after. But I think that 
um, for people to really connect to these people as people you have to start with honesty um, and that is kind of what I would do with unbelievable mm-hmm. um, but and obviously unbelievable is not a comedy it's a drama but yeah. it's sort of the same I, I sort of go about it in the mm-hmm. same way and then uh, yeah after I did book smart um, yeah I was actually on my last week of book smart and I was coming up on that that you know, general actor feeling where you're like, all right, well, I don't have any work for the rest of the year and I'm never working again. Um, And I got unbelievable sent to my email and immediately I just, I just knew that it's just going to be something really important. And, um, but yeah, I guess, I guess it's just more intense given the subject matter and given, you know, I knew that like, um, Book Booksmart was just a really fun, really really fun movie to mm-hmm. do, yeah. and I had to actually prepare myself for the night shoots that we had to do. Up all night for about two weeks of the shoot. Well, oh, that's two or college three weeks. life, right? Oh, <laughs> I mean, high school life. Well, Six p.m. Yeah. to Six a.m. days. Oh, are you yeah. serious? Yeah, yeah partying. We living, <laughs> living together in West Hollywood, and then just oh fun. Yeah, we live living together. Alive. Living yeah. the life. Living the life, Beanie. <laughs> so can you talk a little bit more about Unbelievable? Sort of yeah. um, intro your character a little bit and then tell us like what about this the project did, was, did, were you drawn to? Yeah, Marie is a, is I play a girl named Marie who's an 18-year-old girl who was um, accused of lying about being sexually assaulted. Um, she's a girl who's just had a really, really, really hard life. She's been in and out of foster care and when we meet her at the beginning of the series, she's living in a, a sort of a transitional home, sort of designed for kids coming out of foster care um, and trying to start their life. And mm-hmm. that's exactly what Marie was doing. She had a job. Uh, she was about to get her license. And then she um, has to go through this traumatic thing. And it was, when I first read it, it sort of just... It sort of just really broke my heart that mm. something like this just is continuing to happen and it still happens every day. And it, it seemed very relevant for time, the times we are in right mm-hmm. now and mm-hmm. people coming forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we're actually really, really listening a lot more now, but mm-hmm. I think that it's still not really a relevant, it's still not a relevant story. It's been going on mm-hmm. forever and ever. So I feel like, that element of it was definitely what drew me to it. And also the fact that even though this this girl had gone through so much in her life, and aside from the assault, she sort of just continued to get uh, assaulted almost throughout her mm-hmm. life. She just couldn't catch a break. And even through all of that, I was actually reading in one of the... Um, one of the pieces about her because I had a lot of information going into it about her life Mm -hmm. and she would refer to her on and off switch which Mm. I think is something no other person can really do and and especially in her situation she she's she can have this ability to in her lowest time feeling so so low and sad she can just turn it off immediately and make it go away oh god and it's so it's that to me was the 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 starting point into my my prep for everything and really understanding what Mm -hmm. she's actually gone through in her life Mm -hmm. um but aside i mean she's just so she's just so strong Mm -hmm. and i she's she's inspiring to me and i think um i just wanted to almost 
forget about myself in the making of it um, because it wasn't about it wasn't ever about me anymore I realized it wasn't it wasn't going to be about mm -hmm. me Caitlin it has to be about Marie and giving her the voice she never really had and also just the people a part of it too were just right. so wonderful I Tony Collette was actually yes, I the reason why, yeah, we'll get to that. We'll help. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. My god. oh my god, she's the reason why I, like, she is, she was like my first. Um, I, I was, she. <laughs> I can't speak. Um, she, I'm just, I, I am a little. You're lost overwhelmed, for yes. for Tony. Um, she was in The Sixth Sense, and that was the first movie that I was like the first scary movie I was allowed to mm -hmm. watch growing up, and my parents let me watch it, and I remember so vividly watching her and going oh my god I, she's a she's a real person with mm -hmm. real emotions and mm -hmm. she's so good and she's sort of the reason why i wanted to like be a serious like a, oh like my a god. Really serious yeah. actor and then you got to at like age 10 this is what i will be doing like, oh, look at miss tony colette i'm gonna um, be her one day i'm gonna be in a movie with her, or <laughs> her one day. but that's that that was really exciting to me yeah. too yeah. Lisa it was Deco yeah. and everybody merit i mean it's a yeah. it's a it's a great that cast, cast. is yeah, it is a great yeah, freaking I, cast i don't even know how i'm in there no girl yeah. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, I mean, for me, it was for, for Tony. Let's all share our Tony Cole story. No, I, I remember. What's your Tony story? Muriel's wedding. Oh, everyone no, keeps telling me about this. I it haven't like, seen it yet. It's like, it was like one of her first. And I remember watching it in high school. And then like me and my friends, we were a bunch of like, movie nerds and we just saw it and I was like oh my god who is this amazing woman Mario's wedding M Murray Muriel Muriel <laughs> Muriel M U R I E L it's like iconic. Oh, Muriel's wedding. Okay. Especially in the gay space. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, sorry. I just wanted to talk about myself. <laughs> um, but for like a, you talked about earlier, like taking on roles that start conversation and uh, I, unbelievable definitely has the potential. I to think do it that. will. I think it will. It's gonna. Yeah. I feel like it. Might yeah, especially like in how the current comment stands. Have you sort of prepared yourself for that and for the commentary that might come out of yeah. like strapping yourself in yeah, right. yourself for kind of like all the feedback? You're gonna yeah, get. yeah, I'm. Yeah, it's almost. I don't feel like I'm bracing myself. I'm actually really excited. You know, this is this is. Uh, being an actor and giving this, get, being given this opportunity is actually really, really exciting mm -hmm. for me. And the fact that I get to be a small part in possibly changing the conversation or starting a conversation um, about sexual assault survivors and and especially just being a part of um, giving voice to this story that wasn't really known about. I didn't know about her story. No, I didn't yeah. either. Um, yeah. and, 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 and a lot of people don't. I mean, it was, you know, it was a ProPublica pro, pro article and, mm -hmm, and the podcast mm -hmm. I had listened to and people n slightly know about it, mm -hmm. but... Um, you know, it's going to be on Netflix now, and yeah. people are going to—it's oh, going to yeah. be gonna available to right. a yeah. lot of people in the world. So that's just really exciting um, for me. And and gearing up for it—it's just been—you know—the interviews and everything I've been doing have been really, really thought-provoking and really, um, really great. And I'm learning a lot too throughout yeah. the process as well, which is really cool. Were you drained after you finished that? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Did you yeah. have to take like a spa day or something? I or? mean, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, it was actually the hardest 
thing I've had to do mm. ever in my life. Mm-hmm. And it just sort of really makes you think like, God, what, what happens when you're actually in this in situation, situation and yeah. not just an actor portraying the situation? Mm, right. And it's, it really got me thinking a lot, but it was definitely the hardest thing I've ever had to do. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I can't imagine. I, I, and after, it was really cool though, because I, I had a really good lead up with Booksmart mm-hmm. and, and Beanie and I, it was, it was really cool. Beanie and I had never led anything before. Mm-hmm. And then the two of us were given this opportunity at the same time in our careers. And we got to like hold each other's hand Aww. and, yeah. and be there for all of these scenes we were talking the entire time in and we had so much dialogue so much work to do Mm -hmm. and the pressure was sort of taken off that when I went to go do uh, you know lead um, Unbelievable with Mm -hmm. Tony and Merritt it was sort of like okay I can like I'm off on my own right yeah but you sort of like have that yeah yeah. it was a really like really nice yeah yeah, it was a really nice lead up and also I just had so much fun on Booksmart (laughs) they're like now no more fun (laughs) it was actually but everyone's still like even um, the 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 environment on Unbelievable was a very uh, good environment Mm. to be around and they they knew what everyone was going through and they were respectful of that and um yeah, I definitely had. I definitely didn't work for the rest of the year after Unbelievable. Girl, <laughs> take a just break. Sort of yeah, yeah, take a yeah. Decompress. Definitely, kind of centering yourself. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Take some hot, hot yoga. yoga. <laughs> I've been taking up hot yoga recently. Yeah, my new favorite thing. Was it? Was it because of Unbelievable? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's more of a reason thing. I'm like, eh, I should probably start doing something. Yeah, <laughs> probably start working out some uh, capacity. You're right. <laughs> Um, so, so after unbelievable, what's what's cut next for you that you can that you can tell? Yeah, us? you could tell us. Tell us <laughs> that everything. That I can tell. Oh um, well, I'm I'm actually I've I've actually been doing a lot of writing oh. recently for my music. Oh, okay. Um, yes. Tell us about it. Yes. I, I, <laughs> do you want to sing? I know, right? Yes. Um, no. I um I do music with my sister. Mm-hmm. We're in a band together called Beulah Bell, and we just recorded a single not too long ago mm-hmm. that we're oh, nice. getting ready. It's really hard to like do other things aside from the work and the, all the press stuff that mm-hmm. I've been mm-hmm. doing. And mm-hmm. my sister is also in school. She's studying to be a screenwriter, and um, we're very busy. Uh, so it's really great when we have um, some time to just settle and work on our writing. Mm-hmm. And um, we've really gone through some really cool writing journeys mm-hmm. recently. And I think we're in a really solid place, which feels really good. And yeah. I've got, we've got a lot of exciting things that we want to share soon. But um, Do you have, what, what's the genre? It's, I'd say it's in the indie like, genre. Okay. Um, but, Hard metal. But it's <laughs> very dark. You know, Goth. Yeah. Industrial Goth. metal. <laughs> um, no, we, we, my sister plays piano, I play guitar, <gasps> and nice. we sort of harmonize in most Oh, of I songs. love me a harmony. Yeah, the sister <laughs> harmonies. Yes. You know? um, yeah, so I've been working a lot on my music. I just did, um, I just did a, a, a project for BJ Novak. Oh, the pilot, that uh, pilot yeah, for, um, for yeah, yeah. it's an anthology series mm. that FX is doing, and 
I worked with Lucas Hedges. <gasps> oh, nice. Oh my gosh. How was that? Experience. It I was just saw BJ at something. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, love <laughs> I think he goes so to my gym. Oh. Speaking <laughs> of oh, really? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I need to know what the wow. gym is. Wow. Six, six, it's, just, it's just gold. <laughs> gold, can you give me a free membership now <laughs> no, that I'm right, giving yeah. you a plug? Like product placement. <laughs> well, um, that's fun. Yeah. I love me a harmony. And yeah, then you and your harmonies. sister. Yeah. Yeah. Are you guys going to be like posting YouTube videos or anything? We're gathering um, we're working on a music video we're gearing <gasps> yes, up I and I'm working with someone you may know <laughs> as I'm like getting closer to the mic <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, no yeah. I uh, it's gonna be really exciting and I'm yeah we're really excited about Can, it oh my god it's like we'll once and then that. your sister's gonna be a screenwriter and then like yeah, it's a whole it's family all, it's all in the it's fam it's all in the fam and then she's gonna write a movie for you and yeah, oh. yeah it's all it's and then you're gonna direct we've got plans <laughs> we've got plans <laughs> would, is that something you wanna do as well like writing and directing I would love to it's something that Olivia actually really inspired me to start thinking about I guess I always thought oh because I'm not that great of a writer I feel like I'm not really ah, I'm not a screenwriter I can't mm. write a movie mm. therefore I, I can't direct that mm. was always my mentality and Livia like took me and she just like kind of looked at me and she said that's absolutely not the case at all you should totally go direct mm. um, so she really inspired me to go direct something and yeah my sister's a writer so one day go oh my god a, a sister <laughs> team yeah. writer yeah. directing team and then my littlest sister Jane she's really good at editing so she's yeah. oh my god and then your dad will do the voiceover my dad will do all the narration and the commentary and your mom will just be in the back <laughs> you're skating my mom is awesome too yeah. she does everything yeah. Mom will hold it all together. <laughs> so just to wrap up, we like to end in like random questions. We call it the facts or mm -hmm. the FAQs. Oh, the facts. Yeah. yeah, FAQs. So what was the last show that you binged? Uh, sex Education. Oh, that one I is. Seen, I haven't seen that one yet. Really good. It is good. It, it gets crazy. I've heard, I've heard really good things about it. I just started American Vandal last night. Oh, you the first, you. the first, the first. The very. One? I'm starting it. That one's the one with the dick pick, the dick I things, have, right? Don't yeah. spoil it. No, no, it's, oh. that's, that's oh, the. You haven't seen it yet. That's the, that's the, no, that's I haven't the, seen it. Oh, the, the second one is it's about the funny. diarrhea or oh. something it's like that. It's pretty funny. I've heard good things about it. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, okay, so you're on a deserted island. All right. Oh, this I love is these. Yeah. You okay. are only allowed one movie, one TV show, and one endless supply of one type of food. <gasps> what are they? <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Okay, food. Mm -hmm. It could be a genre of food. It's always genre yeah. of food. <laughs> okay, if I get a genre, it'd yeah. probably oh. be like a nice hummus, some chicken. Oh, oh so, you're so, oh, you're also like a Mediterranean <laughs> feel. Okay. Like a, yeah, <laughs> it's it's yeah. island themed, yeah. kind yeah. of, you know? Yeah. That'd be nice. But if I could only have like one thing, mm -hmm. mashed potatoes. Ooh, but mashed potatoes are good. but that probably bar. like I need my protein. But it's, like a it's a starchy bar. food. No, it's fine. Right. It could fill you up. I'm really thinking like <laughs> realistically here. It could um, fill you up, right? Okay, so then move, movie. Yeah, movie. Walk the line. Okay, Ooh, I love that good movie. One. I love the Johnny Cash, June Carter mm -hmm. story. Love that it is so a good much. story. Uh -huh. It's so good. And then a TV show, um, or series, or whatever. You want. I think <laughs> I think that '70s show for me is oh, just fun. You can kind of turn it on yeah, at any point in the day. Mm -hmm. 
no matter how sad or happy you feel. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll be having yeah. mashed potatoes <laughs> while watching it. Man, I want mashed potatoes. I know. I just, I just had a good mashed potato, like went to this mashed potato bar. It was so good. Wait, there's a mashed what? potato bar? Sorry, yeah. Wait, where? It was, no, no, it was a, it was a, it was a, what's it called? It was it's a not, bar not, that sells mashed no, no, potatoes no, or a mashed, mashed like, potato bar. Like, you know how like, you have a salad bar? It was like a mashed there's potato bar. There's a potato bar. bar. In yeah. Los Angeles? No, it was when I was in New oh. Orleans. Uh, well, then, I can't, okay, that, they, 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 they never have that but in LA. But it was really good. Too much starch My grandma was, but they had like all these top, it was so good. My grandma makes the best ones. She keeps them a little lumpy. Have you heard I like it when it's a little lumpy. Too smooth. So now the butter. <laughs> yeah. Um. The, the, too smooth is too smooth. Yeah. yeah. Have like you heard of a thing? <laughs> Have you heard I of a thing? I love this conversation. Where there's a potato diet. Like it yeah. kind of really? you, but you only could eat potatoes. You know, potatoes get a bad rap. <laughs> they do. Because they, they're, they're full of starch. No, but, but it's like aren't. it's a potato <laughs> diet where you could only eat potatoes but you can't add anything to it, not even salt. Oh, I can't do that. I can't, like yeah. a potato plant. There's something so nice about a potato because there's like the dirt on the yeah. outside. It like it's grew. earthy. It's very yeah. earthy. I uh, like me a big potato. A big uh, potato. Oh my it. God, welcome to yes. the potato cast. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so what is a movie that's led by men that you would recast with women? Stand By Me. <gasps> oh. Shock. Not right? Long, uh, surprise. It's a fun shot. I don't know why yeah. I just immediately that was thought quick like too, that would be I was such even a... thinking about it. I'm like, I don't know. Well, because I did a... Jason Reitman does these um, like readings of oh. different films. Did you do Stand At the LACMA. Uh-huh. We did... He had me um, do Stand By Me with Ellen Page and Who are an all-female cast. Um, not the... not. Phoenix, but the other. Oh, Will Wheaton. Oh. Yes, yes, yes. Will, oh, yes. Gordy. 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 I was blanking on his name. Gordy. Gordy the chance. Gordy. Yeah. yeah. So wait. So it was you, Ellen Page, and who else? Um, Molly Ephraim, uh-huh. who's actually my yeah. sister. Yeah. On, on, on that sitcom, I am still on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, was so cool. But like, I, I immediately thought, like, oh, this needs to actually happen. That yeah. movie is like one of my yeah. faves too. Yeah. I love that movie. Yeah, I was gonna ask you. I forgot if you're still doing last. I know you're you're recurring. I'm now. still. Yeah. yeah I'm, okay. Yeah, last movie. Okay. Okay. I love my last movie. I'm, <laughs> I'm really <laughs> digging the Stand By Me. Let's make that yeah. happen, guys. Yeah. Um, so other than Booksmart, okay. what high school comedy cinematic universe would you like to exist <laughs> in? Oof. Um, I guess, ooh, cinematic universe. Well, it, like so profound. High school comedy. Yes. Like high no, school, I know, like, like but when world. you say cinematic yeah, universe, yeah, yeah. it makes, it, it, makes so, it so much better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was trying to think of this when I was writing was, the question. No, I one. guess I would probably want to want to be like, is that his name, Judd Nelson in The Breakfast Club? <gasps> oh, oh yeah, that yeah. Like, I want to play that character. You want to be in I that I want to be world. that character. Oh, good. So it's like a Like, John if they Kinsey. were to remake the movie, do, I yeah. want to play oh my God, his character in that movie. They should add people of color in the remake. <laughs> <laughs> yes. In that movie. No, but, uh, <laughs> but, oh, my God, I could so see that. Kind of, I feel your short-term yeah. 12 character coming yeah. in. Like, it's gro- he's grown up, or she's grown up, yeah. and now she's in Breakfast Club. That'd be so that. great if his I feel like that's coming soon, a Breakfast Club reboot remake or something. Know. Just because, like, all this stuff is being remade now, I yeah. wouldn't be surprised. Maybe a Breakfast Club musical. Ooh. I, thought, I wouldn't <laughs> mind that. Pitching. Ooh. And, like, Simple Minds soundtrack. Yeah. yeah and I'm listening. That's, that's, that's great. <laughs> okay, that's a good idea. Let's team up on that. 
I would do Can't Hardly Wait. I just wanted to throw mine. Oh my gosh. You that's know, I still haven't one. seen that. You don't? No. You don't? The, the first thing that came to my mind was Bring It On. Bring It On is good <laughs> Yes. Too. Maybe because they had like their uh, re, uh, whatever anniversary. Oh, yeah. Not too long ago. I love, I'll watch like, Bring It On. I'll even watch the one with Solange. No, bring it only on. the first one. What? But Rihanna oh, is it. They, <laughs> they just had that at Cinespia. Yeah. Oh, oh really? Yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Coming up with great ideas, guys. <laughs> okay, would you rather every shirt you ever wear kind of be itchy or only be able to use one ply toilet paper? Oh my god. <laughs> we come up with the Oh my god. with the real questions here. All right. Uh I'm going to have to yeah, I'm going to have to say itchy shirt for personal reasons. <laughs> this is a this is a very hard question. Because, like, I was thinking when I was writing this, I was all, but what if you just get a bunch of... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, that's a lot. You have to do then, a lot. Because one ply is like, horrible. Yeah. And I'm going to need the two ply. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna exactly. I'm going to have to go for that. I need better that. for the environment. <laughs> yeah, the itchy shirt but, is... I'm glad I came up with that one. <laughs> oh, actually, you know, I was just looking up. Okay, so our final question is, we asked this to all of our guests, is there an underrepresented voice in TV or film or in the industry, whether it's an actor, writer, producer, or creator, that is not in the mainstream that you think people need to know about and you want to give shine to? <gasps> Feel it's free a to very, very full question. As but... many as people you want. Oh my God. Yeah, that's what we're here just for. Just people who are like, maybe like they're just <laughs> not in the mainstream, but they're just, you know, doing dope They're just shit. doing dope stuff that's no, but like they pe need, people need to know. Exactly. Yeah. Um, well, my friend Hannah Marks. Okay. Oh, she's, yes. she's about to direct yes. a lot, and I'm really yeah. excited for her. I've written a lot of stories about her. I think people need to know more and <laughs> nice. more about her. I agree. I agree. Um, and Phoebe Bridgers, man, she's a musician, but like she's doing all oh, kinds yes. of cool things. And I and I love listening to her in interviews. I think she's a really cool person too that people need to know about. We more welcome and more. musicians. Yeah. Great yeah. names, great names. Yeah, well, thank you so yeah. much for doing this. Thank, thank you for coming. Thank you. Yes, yeah. and yeah. talking about potatoes and Texas. <laughs> potatoes <laughs> potatoes and Texas. Potatoes. Nothing will make me happier. But thank you, Caitlin. Thank you for yeah, having me. This was fun. This was so fun. Yes, I hope you enjoyed. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.